Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Um, <laughs> I keep laughing at myself. I don't know why. I'm not funny. <laughs> with us no, today. I am funny, actually. You Sorry, are very funny. Yeah, anyway. uh, with us today, we're having a bit of a crossover episode. We've got some men on the podcast. It is from lads to dads. Hello. So Hello. it's Ben yep. and Matt. Hi. I got it right. There you go. I'm well bloody done. useless with names. <laughs> We're delighted to be working with our friends at Swan across this whole series and we can't wait to tell you all about their brilliant products. You could kick your whole house out with Swan's products and their cleaning products especially a second to none. Later on we'll be telling you about their brilliant new Swan Hyperclean Cordless 3-in-1 Vacuum. I've got one of these and it's great. I absolutely love it. I couldn't live without it. You can find information on that and more of Swan's amazing products at swanbrand.co.uk. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. So I know Jenny's been asking you, obviously off mic, but tell us about how your podcast started. So basically, um, me and Matt went to university together. Um, and we were out always clubbing, partying, living the lifestyle, living the lad dream. <laughs> and then we both <laughs> left uni. And we just never grew up, so we carried on. We thought, this is life's easy, spending our money every weekend in the pub. And then, massive bombshell. We both had kids, like a month apart. You both oh, got wow. pregnant. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how we done it. And, and at the same time. Yeah. So I remember I rung, I rung you up, didn't I, and said, oh, Emily's pregnant. And then a month later. With such enthusiasm. Yeah, I was like, yeah. mate, I can't come down the pub today. Yeah. And uh, you rung me up a month after and said, yeah, well, I'm expecting as well. And then we had about nine months to just grow up and thought it'd be easy. Wow. <laughs> How wrong were we? Mm. And then every, every, well, I ring you all the time with stories that the kids have done and like people see people going out clubbing and people doing this and we're stuck at home and changing nappies. You get poo on your elbow. You think, what am I doing here? What have I done wrong? And then we thought, we're just going to write this down or should we try and put this on a podcast and we tried it and we seem to be getting some good feedback so we uh-huh. so carry is this reso- on. Yeah. The, the messages that you're sending across the day and your story is mm. it is it resonating out there with uh, men folk? Well yeah I think the turning point really for the podcast was because we both went through quite a difficult time post birth of our children mm. around the same time again uh, and we were on the phone to each other and we were saying you know this is something that I think a lot of men go through and and there's, there's more to having a baby than just what you see on Instagram and, yeah, and everything else. Of course. So we decided, you know what, maybe we could would help by sharing this. And it evolved into something that was a mixture of silliness and uh, <laughs> and also, you know, mental health as well. So it's, it's definitely... Because we talk a lot about women's mental health during mm-hmm. pregnancy and after pregnancy as well. You don't hear so much about men's, no. and I think it is still harder. It's still a bit of a taboo for guys to talk about. Think, it's getting better, mm-hmm. but I think for the blokes, especially me, like our, my family, they're quite a tough Scottish family, so we weren't allowed to like show emotion or anything. And Matt's from Hull, so they're all they're all tough. 
So Got to be tough to live in hell. So, yeah, you do. Yeah. If anything, if I had any like emotional, my dad would say, "I'll give you something to cry about," and then give me a belt or something like that. Shout out to my dad. No. But he, um, but then like when something was going, when my dad, when I'm a bit older, and some like after Theo or Ronnie were born, and I was like really getting down about things I'm like why am I getting down you get upset and you've got to bottle it in deep and you've got to be yeah. chest big for your, your wife who's going through all this, what she's been through I've witnessed it and you get such a love for them for what you see them go through but then in the back of my mind I'm screaming like I need You're a little bit of help inside, so my, phone, my yeah. phone call was to Matt and it was like a, I'll, I'll, I went and saw someone spoke to someone and I felt really bad about going to see someone thinking is there something wrong with me is there something wrong and he said to me straight away he's like you're suffering from depression and I was like, nah, not, I can't be, because we go down the pub, I'm like, life of the soul, uh, and then I come home and I'm a bit down, and I've got these two beautiful kids, and I'm thinking, why am I still sad? What, what is going on? And then me and Matt, Matt started venting to me, and we're like, what the hell is happening to us, mate? What is going wrong? And uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, this was, like, this was only about six months ago, wasn't it? So how old are you both? Uh, I'm 33. I'm 30. Okay. Oh, right. so, it's, so it's, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. it's quite a... Uh, how old are yeah. your kids? Uh, I've got an 11-year-old stepson. Yeah. I've got a two-year-old, well, nearly three, and a just brand-new one-year-old. Wow. wow. What about you? Uh, two. My daughter is two. Okay. Um, I've got stepson as well from... Because that's another dynamic. As somebody... Mm. Um, like, my two daughters live with, their, with me, and they've got a stepdad. Mm -hmm. um, and that's another thing that I'm very conscious of, um, because that's quite tough oh, as well um, yeah, with, with being a dad. Being a stepdad's just another level, isn't it? I think it's the how I how it happened with me is Caleb and Emily moved in with me, and I, all of a sudden I thought I've got a kid living in my house, and I'm going. <laughs> and I never thought this happened. I remember saying to myself, "Nah, he won't be living with me. He'll live with his dad." Whilst I'm building his bunk bed, I'm going, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> and then they moved in, and then you know Emily's at work, and it's just me and the kid, and I'm like. Well, I can't just go off to football training. I can't just leave him in the house. So I'm like, <laughs> do you eat food? You go get some so I took him for like a McDonald's, healthy version, obviously. Yeah. And um, then that sort of set me up for having my own kids, but it's completely different. It's mm. You have look, to become an instant dad with a stepdad, yeah. I think, before Absolutely. you've had children. And yeah. you, 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 people say there's no you know, guidebook on how to be a parent. Well, there's definitely no guidebook to be an instant parent. That is yet to be written, isn't it? And, yeah. I, and I do see that. And I think the problem is that... For, for men in those situations, I think the mum and the mother is so busy and preoccupied a lot of the time, and mm. rightly so, with, you know, the concern is, well, you know, I've got to think about the kids, and, mm -hmm. you know, you're the step, you can manage it, you mm. can do your own management, you know, I've got to worry about the kids because you're a stepdad mm. and I've got to deal with that, that you're kind of neglected by your other half, no offence, because yeah. I'm one of them, yeah. you know, and, I, and my Martin, he's the last person I think about, yeah, he's had to go through Sorry, all Martin. sorts of shit, sorry Martin, <laughs> but he's had to go through all sorts of shit and I've not even been aware of it because mm. I'm totally absorbed mm. in the fact that, well, you know, I've had a divorce and da 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 and you've come along and that's great, you'll be fine, mm. you know, and you're just a stepdad, but you know, they've got to deal with you and it, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's again I guess what we were saying with the whole mental health issue when we were saying why do you find men are, men are like that and I think it's because we are seen to be the rock you know we're expected to be the rock yeah. of the family it's and still that old fashioned thing yeah. of exactly. a man doesn't show his tears a man's a strong one yeah. the woman's emotional hate that word but that's yeah. and it's still very much there the hormonal especially yeah. having a baby yeah, yeah. yeah. and very if you much fall so. apart everybody falls apart so you've got to you hold them all together yeah and I think in the you know, years ago, men would sort of 
clear off to the pub and had in the pub yeah. with their friends. But more's <laughs> expected of you. Yeah. More's expected of you now, mm. in the sense that men are expected to be fifty-fifty. Yeah. So you do just as much as. But the only mums when we want them to be fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. So right, fifty-fifty. So, you've got to find <laughs> out yeah. what that fifty-fifty bit the thing. is. You've got to try and read the brain. It's a very confusing <laughs> world for men at the moment, I suppose, because we're finding our new place in it. Um, mm. In terms of even down to, you know. Do we open a door for a lady or is that condescending? Open do the we door. Do that goes too far, that bollocks. This is what I mean. Oh, I quite like it. See, Martin no. moves me onto the other side of the road, the pavement, so yeah. I'm not roadside. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's this right nonsense about not opening doors. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I can't she's bear it. It's silly. That's yeah. feminism too far for me. Mm. You know? and, but I think sometimes that can you know go into the world of being a dad so you know men used to be in this sort of way i can't work a washing machine i can't change a you know a nappy nappy. and to be fair i think that was just laziness (laughs) who's just acting silly um but then you know you know where where is your role where is and it's finding that new role and i think it's we haven't sorted it out yet that's where communication comes in isn't it yeah Yeah. and, and talking of communication, it, it's interesting because you've got each other mm-hmm. by the sounds of it, and that's the other thing that's difficult. Oh, they're they're hugging each other now. <laughs> right, that's enough. Um, but, but, but but really, men in general, you know, that they, they don't communicate with each other no. like we do, like us mm. girls. Because you'll sit down with a glass of wine and you'll tell everything. We'll yeah. be like, "You're right, yeah, you, yeah, Good. watch football, yeah." yeah. There's so so many uh, tools for men to utilise, though, when it comes to mental health now that are, are coming out over the past sort of five to ten years. And uh, one, of, one of our favourites is the, the Ask Twice campaign. I don't know if you know about it, but it's just, you know, asking your friend, are you OK? And every man under the sun will go, yeah, I'm fine. But if you ask a second time, they might say... Actually, and no, I'm put, struggling a little we've bit. We've put that into practice with each other a couple of times. Yeah, actually, Matt's no, asked me, to. and I've gone, yeah, fine, mate. And then he'll go, you're all right, and I won't reply. Then ring me, and then you get it all off your chest, and then you feel a lot better. It really does work. So if people are listening to this, and you you think someone's in that position, just give it a go and stick with it. Yeah, I think it's great what you two are doing, though, because yeah. you know you're breaking that stigma as well. So for other men listening that are going through fatherhood for the first time. Um, and of having thoughts like you guys do, like normal men do, mm. everybody feels down, everyone struggles with being a parent. Mm. It's not always easy to hear that you two are putting together this podcast and, you know, what you're talking about. And it's okay to talk and it's all right to tag yeah, your friend and definitely. be open with it. I think it's just so important, you mm. know. I don't think it's just men, you know, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. W- w- women as well. And um, I think there's a lot of stigma behind being able to turn around and go, God, this is hard. Like when parenting and things like that, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm really struggling. Oh, I'm really, um, but also saying, actually, it's brilliant. Like this is really good yeah. as well. And we talk about toddler topping in, uh, oh. in our podcast. And sometimes oh. you get a little bit nervous of saying, oh, well, Autumn is speaking now. Autumn's doing oh. this without toddler hear this all the time. <laughs> I love that. Phrase. I don't get what is it. I, mean, I think. Do you mean like bragging when they do their first thing? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. It's okay. a great phrase. I've never heard of that toddler before. Topping, toddler right. topping. Well, I think yeah. we invented it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that was oh. it. Panned. Is it a bit along the lines of? Oh, she's so bright. Oh, yes, she's, she's so yeah. clever. Oh, to be oh fair, she's way beyond it. Your daughter is quite smart, but he rubs right. it in my kid's face. Okay. My kids, <laughs> my kids eating crayons, and his is like reading a Bible. Oh well. But I think obviously. I joke about it and say I'm, I'm going to be ringing Mensa any any time now. She's definitely, but <laughs> she's not. She's not that. She's just. Aww. She's just not. But that yet. is definitely a toddler top. Yeah, I definitely love a toddler it. top. 
I've never had that with Heath. It's all, oh, he, he smashed somebody in the face today. <laughs> he pulled a girl across the nursery by her hair. You know? Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So the toddler topping, what else do you got? I love like the phrases. Thing, the little things, like I'll send Matt a photo of like, I bought Thea some shoes and it'll be Puma shoes. He'll be like, oh, they're nice. And then he'll smash me back with an Adidas pair and go, oh, <laughs> yeah, would well, you like these? Oh, I got some as well, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> so it's not just women that compete in those kind no, of things. Definitely not. No. Uh, and I think um, with with guys, I think if you've got sons, that is a definite one where men compete, especially. Mm. Right. But then what happens is um, men, when they have daughters, again, it becomes really sort of, well, my daughter has done this or my daughter's done that or my... It, it becomes quite an um, un, underhanded... Uh, what's the word? Um like a back- like competition or yeah like a backhanded thing where where it, you're competing but you're not really trying to act it. like it's yeah. just normal but you're the one you've to- got to watch out for is when yeah my son's dating your daughter that changes things you've sorted it up, yeah we've, we've arranged marriage yeah. okay <laughs> okay <laughs> The only person good enough for Rotom awesome is, is Theo. They only, they, only oh. yeah. they, they is a handsome little fella, isn't he? He is. He's a good looking oh. man. Yeah. He just looks nothing like me, so lucky boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got another kid, Ronnie, who's one. Who's, I think Theo got the good looking jeans, and Ronnie's going to be the one that eats the pie in contests. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's a, oh, Ronnie! He's a unit. He's a big he's boy. He's a unit. Oh. You see, you're so much more honest about your kids. You see, women wouldn't say that. No. Go, well, he loves his food. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. But, you know, I love, I love the, you know, the fact that you're just saying it how it is. And, yeah. you know, that's something we miss out on, really. Yeah. We're, far, we're far more cloak and dagger. There's a bit of pressure, I think. I don't know whether Definitely. you feel it, but to say the right things and do the right things, especially I hate. Uh, baby groups can't stand them mm. never have liked them I've never really well, been never to one be welcome to one again now will you <laughs> I just haven't but I find that when I go to those things that's what it's like so you find yourself saying what you think you should say yeah. but not what you really I think women, want to I think women carry the pressure longer than men do so mm. we start off under a lot of pressure I think a lot of extra pressure because we're men and we're seen that we can't do it as well as the as, as mums because mums carry them they've got the maternal instinct and everything else so we feel that pressure to do an even better job in a way to prove ourselves but eventually you know a little bit later down the line we just go you know what soft play is terrible isn't it like it's awful or, you know we'll, <laughs> we'll be really honest about stuff whereas I think a lot of time women keep that pressure and say oh he's had such a good time here and I've took him here that, and, you know sort of going along pretense. with pretense pretense mm. yeah which that's basically right. in the end does you in doesn't it really yeah. <laughs> do you know Listen, like that soft play thing what a yeah. load of bollocks I know <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just a germ fest yes. it is yeah. and it's lazy parenting because you're just dumping them in this like <laughs> sorry for anyone shed who takes with like cages and then smelly flipping dribbling all over the balls everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah and there's and always one like, kid that's yeah there's always one kid that I just evil and on the loose I would do anything to avoid those I think I've got I've got too too much testosterone because I have avoided a lot of those things which as a mummy I sh- that's yeah. another thing like for a bloke though, when we're in there yeah. we throw like Theo and Autumn and Ronnie in there and you just stand on the outside just like this. <laughs> you, can't, you can't sit down with the no, mums no, and one kid will throw a ball at your little boy or little girl and you, you just stare him out go <laughs> <laughs> on then let's do it again see what happens <laughs> and he does it again you go right tell your mum our hot mess mums telling it like it is 
Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. More from our chat with the lads to dads coming up in a bit. But first, let me tell you about Swan's HyperClean 3-in-1 vacuum. Now, I'm lucky enough to have one of these and it's such a brilliant addition to a family home. I've got two kids and two dogs and a very messy husband. So I'm always cleaning up crumbs and fur. This vacuum is great for using on carpets, laminate and for getting all the dust and dirt out from difficult to reach places. It's also really light to carry around and you can use it for your car as well. It's brilliant. With up to a 30 minute runtime, giving plenty of time to clean a five bedroomed house, floor to ceiling cleaning couldn't be simpler, especially with a simple conversion to a handheld for those annoying sofa crumbs. And an LED light will guide your way and ensure you don't miss a single bit of dirt. We're going to have more giveaways with Swan later on in the series. Just head to hotmessmumsclub.com and sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss out. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Paddy McGuinness once described soft play as, he said, like, what it needs is a slide outside. So it's in the building, but the slide, you get in it and they go out and basically they're in the car park. Mm. So you're at the end waiting for them, <laughs> shove them in the car and go. So when you've that had enough, come idea. on that slide, that's the one you're going on now. And then Fine you meet pass, them in the yeah, car park, the tantrum, which yeah. I think is genius. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's what's needed. Um, because they're just diarrhea fests. Anytime I've ever taken Ava, she's come back and she's been... I had a gippy tummy and yeah. I've dealt with it for days it's the it's the way because again like you say it's just so difficult to get them out once yeah. they're in there and yeah. I, I spend I don't sit outside of it I go in like I, I go in there you and, get stuck and, in yeah you? I get really oh, stuck in you're one of those dads yeah. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the attention one seeker stuck in the slide you know trying, uh, I can't get <laughs> out but, um, yeah so I'm in there and like I said I get quite into it and other children come and they take your bricks and they take you. I get territorial over. You got thrown out, didn't you, for fighting? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm banned. I'm, yeah, yeah. He stole all the Ribena. Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's not Ribena anyway. It's fruit shoots now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah oh, they God. send your kids oh, nuts as well. Just saying. Yeah. But the uh, the interesting thing is there are. You know, it is dads with benefits because mm. you do, you know, it can be quite beneficial, you know, when you've got your baby in the papoose Women or whatever. Like it, it's, like a, it's like oh. a babe magnet. Now you're talking. Let's be really inappropriate now yeah. and just when, get stuck in with the Theo benefits. When Theo was first born, he's my pride and joy, gorgeous little boy. And uh, I remember parking up into the town where we used to live and there's like a little cafe around the corner, just literally 100 metres away. I thought, I'm not taking that route. I'm going the longest route possible with this pram. And yeah, you eye up other people's prams. Is that not an eye candy? Oh, sorry, make me about the way. And you see, I, I walked into this um, cafe and all these mums just turned and looked at me. And I don't normally get nervous. And I went, <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, what the hell? So I was, and then I started to shake and I nearly dropped my son and they're all just judging me. And uh, then I ordered does food. I ordered me like some scrambled egg, but I forgot to order a baby portion. I ordered another adult's portion. There's a little one, like six-month-year-old kid with this massive portion of scrambled egg next to him. And I'm just like, yeah, eat it up. All the mum's not thinking I'm feeding him properly. So it's not necessarily benefits then from... Well, it's first, it didn't benefit me that time. I thought, I'm never going out in public with my kid again. <laughs> but then the other time... I did, they, did they try and sort of include you in the whole o only, mother and baby only thing? When, only when he fell asleep. Because I think they were trying to see, how's he going to... Because then Thea would cry, and they were like, what's he going to do now? Has he got any tricks up his sleeve? Does oh, he know what he's cruel. doing? And I just panicked and went and hid in the bathroom and cried for a little bit. With oh. kids. No, I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, there's some more food. But, oh, yeah, he's asleep. Put a coat over his head and run out. 
But then the next time when I go out, I'm thinking, oh, I'm not putting myself in that situation. Then every two seconds, I'll stop to the street. Oh, he's gorgeous. And the leg, oh. And I'm like, oh, that counts. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> yeah, that counts. <laughs> that a little arm squeaks there. Yeah. A little I maybe. Yeah. And I'll do it back. <laughs> and then they go, get off me. <laughs> so, yeah, but it definitely was uh, quite a rare. Little... Emily says, my wife, she goes, you love it. You love it. I was like, no, I don't even notice it, babe. Don't even notice it. <laughs> but no, it is, um, it is good. I do enjoy that sort of side. You both mentioned your relationships. So obviously you're talking about lads to dads, about your relationship as friends. But what has it been like with your relationship with your partners? So I'm married. Um, it's when we first had the boys, well, for, the, for my first, because I, like I said, I had a stepson and then I had my own. The, I fell, this what decided that I wanted to propose to my wife because when, when she had Theo, like the noise she made in there, I was like, because my wife's a midwife. And she was telling me all these things, what to expect. So I was like, no, baby, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Got in there and I was like, what the hell is going on in here? This is just mental. And then Emily, really soft-spoken, she's a nice lady, really nice girl. And then the labour kicked in and she just turned into like, I thought the devil was coming out. <laughs> she was screaming. Sorry, Emily. And I was like, what is going on? I nearly apologised to the midwife. Saying, Sorry, she's not normally like this. <laughs> and then we had the, the baby and I was like, just, we had the baby. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> did have the baby. Though. Well, this is the thing. I made the worst mistake ever. Oh, I, no. Like, you see in casualty, they lay their legs up. Ah, it's done. No, no, no. She pinned me in this seat, hunched mm. over me, and that came out the side. It came out, well, the same place it normally comes out. But she's on her <laughs> side, and I'm there, like, getting jousted into this seat. And uh, I said, after the baby's born, she sat back in the chair. Obviously, the ladies are doing what they got to do. And I stood up and went, oh, said to the midwife, tapped her, I went, She's at my back. <laughs> but I was being serious. I wasn't trying to joke. And the lady looked at me like I'd kicked a turkey off like, the table at Christmas Day. And I was like, cool, I'm rude here, aren't they? And I was like, go on in paracetamol. And they were like, they thought I was like taking the piss and I was generally hurt. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were so, you uh, present at the birth? Yeah. I, um, again, yeah. Um, <laughs> I went down the business end and uh, yeah. that oh, was... I, uh, I stayed at the top. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they were short staffed that day, but they said, you know, do you want to help out? So uh, they, uh, <laughs> they were short staffed that day. <laughs> I had the, uh, the leg on my shoulder, and, and she said, I'll tell you Whoa. what. I said, yeah. do, not, do not keep that there because she is going to kick like a mule at any point. So I said, all right. So you have to, I had to put it on my shoulder. And um, yeah, like I say, it was just an incredible experience, I suppose, from, from our point of view to, mm. to see how much, you know, everything that a woman goes through for, for it all. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And, and it makes you really proud, I think, of, yeah, of, of your partner and, and a different feeling than I'd ever felt before for it. But at the same time, it's messy. <laughs> I have to say, that is the one time when I did, uh, of all the times we've spoken about where you're so sort of so sort of sucked into your own thing with your kids and your, what you're doing as a parent that you forget about him indoors. But that's the one time when I do think about him indoors because on both occasions... I remember lying there just thinking, it's all right for me because I, I can express myself and I, and I know what I'm feeling and mm. I know that it's going to be okay. But I, I remember sitting there looking at my ex-husband thinking, but it, you must feel so helpless. Exactly. You do. And I think also, again, you feel a bit of pressure to, to do the right thing. Um, and uh, there was times where I, I, it goes on for a lot longer than you expect. Uh, and, and yeah, it's not on in and out, is it? it? Does uh, your, it's not, is it? I was sort of rubbing... Her, her back and um, I got caught yawning <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, wow. by the midwife oh, no. 
and the looks I got were they were, hate oh, blokes in there don't yeah, they different, yeah. my different wife's in there she says the same she's like yeah we hate all men oh no <laughs> you see I and my husband's completely different I had C-sections and he just absolutely loved it mm. so he loved being in the gear you know like they dress you up as a surgeon <laughs> Ask, I had an emergency yeah. with my first my first child my daughter and within two hours his Facebook profile was him with oh, the gown amazing. and the hat yeah. Dr Kildare he was calling himself <laughs> running round loving it second time took the mick out of me the whole time even referred to me as some big hormonal cow <laughs> one point <laughs> on the actual table what he's still here yeah with the anaesthetist never got I think um, it, there must be something wrong with me he didn't didn't feel any emotion no, no. <laughs> he wasn't even scared it, it was me that, but he was very different but then cesareans are different to do you think that's because yeah, he'd, no, sure. he'd been in that position before and he he's knew an what old to expect fart. yeah I mean he's 52 so mm. for him he takes everything in his stride I mean you two in your 30s it's mm. bloody well, I scary thought, I isn't thought it the second time I was going in there it'd be exactly the same it was completely different so I was like Oh no, I'm getting myself into. Uh, don't yawn, like mm. Matt said. Don't. Yeah. And then I yeah. <laughs> don't don't write your back. Paracetamol because you burnt your back. Or, yeah. So then I thought, right, I'll just play it safe. And the the midwife brought in um, a meal for my wife, and she's in the bath. And I was like, Emily, do you want any? And she's like, No, I fucking don't want any. <laughs> so I was like, All right, I'll tuck in a little bit. As I'm mouthing this, like eating this curry, I was just naan bread. The midwife opens the door, she's like. That's not for you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is rubbish. We're not having any more. No, anymore. Can't get caught out like this. But it was a completely different scenario, so I couldn't do it again. I don't think I'd know what to expect. You can do no Aww. wrong. No. And they obviously they must be really supportive of you doing this and, oh, and yeah, breaking the stigma and everything. You know, yeah, my wife does love it, but she thinks like. Because like we'd coming up with a name, didn't we? we had a name before, and we were like, no, it can't be called Daz, mm. to have order. And then my wife said a name, and I just twisted it a little bit, and she's like, oh, I'll take the credit for that. So she's, and then she thinks she's like in charge of our social media now. And she's like, no, change that, hashtag this, hashtag that. We do use your wife as a, as a barometer, really, don't we? Mm. Because sometimes... Yeah, she's your audience think, research. Yeah, there'll be certain times where we've gone a bit... Too far, too far with stuff and we got I have to run everything maybe, past the first time. maybe okay, we shouldn't yeah. talk about that or maybe we should maybe that's stuff that you keep in the pub uh, yeah. or, you know between <laughs> the lads or <laughs> that might offend somebody or you know it's uh, we, we're not worried about necessarily offending because we want to be real but at the mm. same time there are times where we we, and we just consult start, Emily we? and say <laughs> yeah should we maybe Emily what do you think of this it's just normally a no alright <laughs> <laughs> get rid of that that one no alright then <laughs> So what's been the biggest revelation for you both, you know, having started this? Because there's always, you know, you think you're going to do one thing for one reason and then everything switches and turns Mm. around. You think, wow. Well, to be honest, from my side of it, me and Matt, when we were going for our hard time, uh, you know, we were in a really bad place, like mentally. And I remember Matt saying to me, he goes, in six to eight months down the line, mate, it'll be so much different. Life will be so much better. And I've stuck onto that. And it is like the positivity it brings me and like the... It's like a it's like a form of therapy, mm-hmm. like of just talking. Even if no one's listening, I remember when we first died, and we had like I remember day one, day two, a week gone by, and we put our first episode out, and we had like eight listeners, and we were like, "Get it!" <laughs> and then like we were just like, but then we carried on, and it was more like we had to shorten our episodes, didn't we? Because we were talking for like two or three hours, and we were like, "Right, we need to edit it all out." But it was like driving away, leaving was like a therapy thing. I was like, I've, I've got that all over my chest and it, we've laughed about it. We've covered some topics that might help someone else and we've just had a good old giggle, really. Yeah, and I think it, it, it's finding through people who contact us after the after the podcast has been on, we find things that men maybe go through that we didn't even realise that they yeah. go to. Yeah. For example, a lot of stay-at-home dads are stay-at-home dads because 
they're anxious to go outside or to, to go to work and yeah. they suffer with really bad anxiety. And again, there's, sometimes there's a lot of stigma towards stay-at-home dads and yeah. people say, well, how come you're not going out and earning the yeah. crust and doing that? But in reality, there's, there's a lot of things underneath it that men don't necessarily talk about but they just say, God, I'm really proud to be a stay-at-home dad. But underneath it all, there's actually yeah. other There's other bits. On. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and, and we have a lot of, uh, actually, a lot of our listeners are, are women. And they listen and go, wow, it's been really nice to hear from the, the lad's side, you know, the men's point of view. Mm. But I think that's the essence of the flip side, mm. is that you'll get just as many women wanting mm. to know, you know, oh. wanting to drop in on that conversation that they don't yeah, necessarily They want to go, let's see what you're actually talking about. <laughs> my wife said that we talked about, in one of our episodes, we talk about the midwives, how much they hate blokes. And my missus <laughs> rang me <laughs> up. She um She rang me up after she said, she's like, that's spot on. That's so funny. And she was like, I was like, oh, we were just chatting rubbish, really. But yeah, now I know you all hate me. We're not going back in there. <laughs> but like you say, it, it's actually everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet so yeah. women will listen they'll go right what is there you know what's going on underneath it all in reality it's exactly what's going on for women as it is for men yeah and, yeah. and it's just that it's we just a bit more sore sometimes yeah yeah apart from that yeah, there's yeah a... and our bodies change yours don't really <laughs> yeah. do they as no. much we'll just be... get dad bod that's <laughs> it yeah apart from the birth part and the hormones we've uh, yeah, we have a lot of similarities similar. and yeah. we're going through oh, yeah. similar things and yeah. i think that's what you know we need to open up about. yes definitely how can we listen to you are you on all the major I'm well listening to you too i, I choose to know. yeah apple how can everyone get hold of you we're on spotify itunes box everywhere that you can find and you're at lads, lads to dads from so lads to dads on instagram dads. follow the link in the bio take you straight to it oh we wish you so much luck with it we Thank think you what you're doing is brilliant and we i'm know sure it's you've gonna got both be got to go success. off and liquidize some food or something <laughs> or express Are you going milk to the pub? yeah oh no we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't never do that <laughs> <laughs> the hot mess mums kelly peg with jenny powell Thanks again to Swan for sponsoring this episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. Go and check out their website right now. There's loads of amazing stuff on there from microwaves to fridge freezers to the excellent Swan HyperClean 3-in-1 vacuum. They've got so much to offer. You could have a house full of Swan products. Head over to swanbrand.co.uk and take a look at what they've got to offer. 